listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon, the first one uh, back from the Christmas holidays, and I'm really excited to welcome back on the program Nathan Solier, fitness coach. How are you doing, Nathan? It's great to see you. Ah, uh, how are you? Well, it's it's been definitely Christmas cheer. <laughs> In small groups. (laughs) In small groups, exactly. Uh, A well-deserved break. And and I suppose we were just saying it's nice to be able to finally spend some time at home um, and not having that mad rush of having to do something and visit people. And, you know, I I think it's definitely a more relaxed uh, Christmas. Christmas Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So. Christmas um, light. So today we're talking a little bit more about uh, post-holiday workouts and sort of how to get back onto the fitness wagon. For those of you who sort of overindulge, I know I'm certainly guilty. I don't think I've exercised in the past uh, week. You know, it was even <laughs> difficult enough to sort of go for my late night strolls. Um, I was just too full from dinner and I just thought, oh, I'm just not, it's too cold as well. So I just, yeah, so I need to get back on it. I'm sure some of our listeners tuning in uh, feel the same way. So what's your observation on this? Are people sort of uh, lazier during the Christmas break? Well, <clears throat> here's, here's, here's your little get, get out of jail card. In winter, generally, we are hibernating. So we generally in the winter time, you know, it's it's actually we're actually winding down and sort of, you know, and in, in, in resting a lot more. So it's there's no need to stress too much if you've done, you know, if you've if you've cut back your exercise and uh, and you're feeling a little bit lazy. Um, but, you know, the, the, the thing is, is, as we know, we always eat overeat over Christmas time and we generally overeat the wrong things and you know, it's a really good time to be able to sort of, okay, now Christmas has passed. We're coming up to New Year's. Generally, what happens on New Year's, right? Oh. Everyone makes their New Year's resolution. So what I would like everyone to, uh, all the listeners to, to think about is, is that, first of all, you know, what do you, you know, what's your, what's your goal and what's your dream? Because this is what I've been, you know, working over the last few few weeks is, is that, you know what, you know, you could say you're going to exercise three days a week, five days a week, you know, how much that is, I'm going to lose so much weight or this year I'm going to get healthy. But you just got to get clear on your dream, you know, what's your why? So what I'm asking, you know, all you you guys out there to, to think about is what your why is because we're going to, you're going to hit a barrier around month one, month two, month three, no matter what month it is after January 1st. And you're going to be questioning why am I doing this in the first place? Which is why I want you to get really present to it now. So, so consider well, what your dream is. What's your real drive? And you know, it could be really massive. You know, it could be to, to you know, it could be to you know to make your business super successful. It could be, you know, you know, world peace. It could be, you know, as it could be save the famine. Whatever that may be. But you've just got to get really present to the why, because the first thing you're going to hit as soon as you start you know, start going, why am I doing this? Is going to start questioning why are you exercising? And I know if you really want to be successful in anything you do, you've got to have a physical state. You've got to really have a really peak physical state. So first and foremost, get present to what your why is. Your second one is, is okay, what kind of exercise will be best for you right now? And I call this like the yin exercises and the yang exercises. And if you don't know what yin and yang, it's that, you know, that circle with that sort of teardrop, you know, the black and the white teardrop, a little circle. It represents 
yin is like yoga, tai chi, qigong, stretching, um, maybe even Pilates to a degree. Uh, yang exercises like running, uh, weight training, uh, boot camp, CrossFit, F45, you know, that high intensity kind of stuff. And where are you, where are you right now and what you need to do and implement to your life? So to answer your question, you know, what's the best kind of workouts people should get on? I would definitely look at what your energy levels are right now. If you've got really low energy, then start in the yin first. Recreate your energy because those, those what I'd said, the yin exercises, they'll create energy for you. If you go the yang exercises, like, you know, that high intensity star straight off the bat, you'll find that your energy levels will drop. It'll burn you out. Yeah, burn you out. Absolutely. You know, and then you start picking up little niggling injuries and you start questioning, maybe exercise is not for me. So, you know, you know, always consider where you need to be. Now, if you've been a, a, an avid exerciser and, and, you know, and, you know, you already do some of this yin stuff, then, then consider you can still stay and doing the yang. But you've got to get that balance. And, I, and we've had the talk before of doing y- working in exercises versus working out exercise. And working in exercises is like, you know, those yin exercises, you know, the, that yoga, that Pilates, that Tai Chi, that the Qigong. All of those are, are those exercises that are working in and they generate energy within. And I've seen it so many times before when I have a brand new client who hasn't exercised in a long time or, you know, or lacks in energy or, or maybe unhealthy is, is when I start them on those working in exercises, they start to get, they start to get that motivation to More work More energized. Out. Yes. Yeah. So, so start, you know, start at the, start at the, the, the yin exercises first and, and work your way into the workout exercises. I, 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 you can get a balance of both of those. So, I, for example, I did a workout. I just did a 20-minute workout, which is why I'm talking like this, because I feel great. <laughs> but before I did, you know, I spent some time mobilizing my spine, which is working in. I stretched, which is working in. I, you know, I did some Pilates-based stuff, which is working in. And then I went for a run, which is working out. And it makes a big difference. Now, you know, and even with all of that still, and 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 I was telling you before, is, is that, even with that working out, and I only, I only went for a run for about 17 minutes, which, you know, for some of you, maybe a lifetime and others of you is like, oh, that's a piece of cake. You've got, the thing is, is like, because we've been eating rubbish food over the last, you know, five to seven days, rubbish food is what I mean, I call crap food, carbohydrate rich and processed food. And when you eat that stuff, it inflames muscles, it inflames joints, it inflames your stomach, right? So these, when you go out and exercise, it actually, it actually hurts, you know? And I noticed, you know, just, you know, into my workout close to the end of 17 minutes, my knee, my right knee was really starting to hurt. And I was thinking, wow, that is just, you know, eating rubbish food for the last three days. Now, now I have not, not been eating good food. I've been eating good food too. But it just made me really aware of how important it is is to limit the amount of process or the crap food, the crap diet that we have in our, our diet. Now, I'm not saying take it out completely because, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's just joyous to be able to have a nice piece of chocolate and have a, a cake or, or whatever that is at Christmas time. 
But you've just got to get really present to that. You know, if you start to work out and your joints start to hurt, that doesn't necessarily mean the exercise is wrong for you. It means the exercise is wrong for you right now. So you need to back it off a little bit and start to go into that, like I talked about earlier, about those easier exercises. So that being said, work on, you know, work on your those work in exercises first. So, you know, and, and make sure that you're stretching your muscles before you work out and after your workout. And when you do those stretches at the beginning, do dynamic stretches, you know, the, the, the stretch and then release and then stretch and then release rather than the hold stretches and then do the hold stretches at the end. And I, I guarantee you, you'll feel so much better for, for doing those stretches. And I think uh, a lot of us neglect the stretching part. It's a little bit like sleep, right? You know, we think, ah, oh, you know, sleep will come later. But, you know, sleep is actually should be actually part of your day as well. It should be, you know, part of your, your 24-hour clock. So stretching is super important. And I think, you know, if, if people put, you know, a stretching into their program, it would make not only a massive difference to their energy level, because when we do stretch, you know, you see cats and, and dogs when they get up from a from a sleep, they stretch out as much as they can. It energizes the body. So so keeping making sure that you you're putting those stretches in there to energize your body and, and then also start to release the muscles that are really tight. It'll also improve your posture. You know, obviously, you know, muscles are tight. If you're leaning forward, you stretch those muscles out, that'll start to enliven your body. And then mobilize your joints, like start going through those range of motions that the joints are supposed to go through. Your hips is like a 360-degree joint. Your knee, it, it's a um, it's a, 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 a 180, a 90 to 180 joint. So making sure that you go through all of these mobilizations before you start doing some working in, which you are doing there, and working out exercises. So um, if you're going to go do work ex workout exercises and you have been training, you know, the best way, and I, I find this fantastic to be able to do, it's not actually going or going for a run that will actually keep the weight off. It's actually going and doing some weight training. And if you're experienced in weight training, do it on your own. If you're not experienced with weight training, well, you know, this is a great time to be able to research and find a, a professional that can help you or a friend that you know that weight trains and you can pick them out as a partner. Um, so, you know, those are the those are the things that I would actually do is work on weight training as opposed to um, going out for a run. And there's no age limit for weight training at all. I mean, sometimes when you think of weight training, you think of sort of bodybuilders in the gym and that's sort of a very old fashioned way. Um, I, I recently went to a gym and I think I met someone who's in their 70s doing very light weights and it was a couple um, and really enjoying it. So there's sort of no age limit. It just depends on how heavy the weights are and, and you're just using weights that are more suitable for your body type and for your, I suppose, your fitness levels. That's, that's a really good point because, you know, the, the, those people have now realized that weight training is really important for elderly. Mm. And it's one of the biggest things to, to get exercise into your day, which will obviously build your immune system, increase your fitness levels. But it also builds a stronger joint, stronger tendons, stronger muscles. It reverses the aging process. Because as we get older, we start losing muscle mass. If we start weight training, we actually start gaining muscle. And the other thing is, is that, you know, what I would recommend as well with people doing weight training is, is if, if you can go into the gym and do 1% more, 
than what you did last time. It only has to be one to three percent, one to three. That's all it is. You will get, you will get, you will start getting gains. So if you cannot do a workout between one and three percent, then that's when you start working in, you know, start doing the, the energizing exercises. If you feel like, yeah, I'm feeling really good, I'm going to go do one to three percent, go and hit the gym doing the one, three, one to three percent. And, and back to that thing about, you know, you notice that the old guys, the, you know, doing weight training, that's perfect. And they've probably just started out. And what they need now is just that that guidance and that that um, confidence to be able to increase it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Like I've got a client, you know, that that couldn't, you know, she couldn't lift like, you know, five kilos without her neck going into spasm. And now she's like lifting 25 kilos, Whoa. which is all I want, which is all I want a 65 year old woman to do anyway, because that's probably about the heaviest of a suitcase that she'll have to get off a, you know, a conveyor belt or anything like that. But my point being is, is like I've built this up over like a year and a half, year and a half, 20 month period and have done it safely enough that, you know, she keeps her independence because that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep ourselves independent. That's such a great point. To not rely on others. Yeah, I was going to say my 87-year-old grandma, now she doesn't weight train, but we have those little cute pink rubberized dumbbells um, in her house and she lifts them when she just, you know, goes for walks, not outdoors, but just in the house, around the house. And they're so light. They're only about, I think, a pound um, each, about 2.2 kilos. But, you know, oh, no, 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 sorry, no, 0.5 kilos. But she just likes, you know, taking them and it just adds some extra resistance or some extra weight for her. And, yeah, and she's still oh, very independent. <laughs> so cute. That's, yes, and, and that's really important, especially, you know, as we get older. And I think a lot of us don't um, take this to heed until we have to, right? So I think, you know, what I'd, I'd like um, the listeners to, to think about is is like, how proactive are you going to be in 2021? You know, because now we're getting, now we're getting to a point where we're actually, um, you know, we, we've got the vaccine coming out, but that doesn't mean that you get to go, Oh, I don't have to do any, you know, uh, health and fitness and wellness stuff in my life because I'm going to get the vaccine. This vaccine is only going to be able to be able to limit the amount of impact of what it's going to have on your body, but you still need to be able to fight it off. Still have so, to have a strong constitution to begin with. Absolutely. So, so don't wait, people. Don't wait. Make sure that you are getting out there. You know, whether you are, uh, you know, whether you're weight training, whether you're doing working in exercises, or you know, if you are that person who does like to walk or run, then go out and do that. But you know, 2021 is going to be the year of health and wellness and fitness because you know I don't want every anyone to be limited by this, by how much travel they can do and the things they can go and, you know, do and see and, and the people that they can go and visit. Because I know this, you know, 2020, I realized is like, we are tactile people. We want to hug. We want to see others. So, you know, being able to work on our health and well-being is really important. So that way we can still continue on the lifestyle that we had before all this went down. Absolutely. We've got about two minutes before before the news. Very quickly, Nathan, let's talk about New Year's resolution. I'm sure it's something that we'll revisit um, in the New Year's, but um, it's we've got to be able to set realistic goals um, yes. and because a lot of the times people just want to lose a lot of weight or get fit and in a very short space of time. What are some of your, your hard and fast rules or pearls of wisdom for our listeners? 
Oh, great. Well, you know, there, there's, you know, it's, it's quite interesting. Like when I said before, you've got to get present to your dream. What's your dream? What's your goal? Because it doesn't matter whether you, um, whether you do the right exercises or whatever, you're going to hit a wall at some point. And you know, when you get to that, you know, that month into it and you go, Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard. And our oh, work has gotten away or life has gotten away. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that says at month one, oh, that's it, done. You know, I'm not going to do this anymore. Make sure that you keep that consistency. So get get really present to your why. What is your why? Now, here's the thing that I usually was setting goals is I set smart goals, specific, okay, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based, okay, the smart goals. So that's where I would start. Get it really specific on setting those goals. So if you're if you're going to really kick goals in 2021, get really present to your dream and set smart goals. Perfect, Nathan. Remind our listeners once again, how can we find you on Instagram and have you got a website? Oh, absolutely. So you can get me on Elite PT Studio, which is on Instagram and Facebook. But I was just going to say, you know, if you go to my YouTube channel, there's lots of fitness videos you can do on there as well, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Nathan, and speak to you again next year. Happy New Year. Bye for now.